0: there weary traveler welcome to the inn sit sit rest your feet Why, it's a long journey on the road to tarvalon have a cup of tea or maybe a frothy ale the light
1: while you're just in time for the entertainment here are your hosts tracy and amber as i was saying The Ogier went on. The Aes Sedai, the male Aes Sedai, left. But before they went, they gave a gift to the Ogier in thanks for our sanctuary. The Ways. Enter a way gate, walk for a day, and you may depart through another way gate a hundred miles from where you started, or 500. Time and distance are strange in the ways. Different paths, different bridges, lead to different places and how long it takes to get there depends on which path you take it was a marvelous gift made more so by the times for the ways are not part of the world we see around us nor perhaps of any world outside themselves Rand, the eye of the world chapter 43
0: i'm clapping i love we're (laughs) clapping (laughs) Oh, and that's our first, that's our first, oh, gear? Yeah.
2: Waygate? Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah, let's jump right in and then we can, okay. I'm good. Hi. Hi. I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm here with my friend Tracy.
0: I am joyously here with my friend Amber.
2: (laughs) And this is the Road to Tarvalen, a Wheel of Time podcast. Today we are going to be covering the gift, mm-hmm. but first, before we start, I just want to have a very special thanks to our very first O'Gear Ways Guide patron, which is Moonchild, son of Lute. Thank you Thank so much you. for that reading. It was Beautiful. Thank Beautiful. You. Absolutely
0: perfect. Well done. Oh my gosh. I have chills. I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> it was so <laughs> nice. And it was so good to hear your voice. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And I hope you're enjoying your read through the eye of the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also like to say thank you to our gateway maker, the Finn. Mm-hmm. Our. Cargo Master Kevin Marksman of the ever victorious Talmanes. Woo-hoo! Our newest Ogear Ways Guide, who you just heard this beautiful quote reading from, which is Moonchild, son of Luz, which is a family name. Yes, yes. And then we also have our innkeepers Leith and Winterfelsidae of the Butterfly Garden Inn, and our newest innkeeper, Caitlin Dragon of the Cat Inn. Thank you so much. You guys, thank you.
0: It's uh, validating, you know, like you do something like this and it's kind of, it's a bit vulnerable to put out a, It is to do something like this. And I mean, we've put ourselves in a couple uncomfortable situations. Like we've
2: even had hate mail before. Yeah. Which is strange. Yeah.
0: I felt <laughs> like we had
2: made it though. You know, <laughs> I was like, we've someone hates
0: us. <laughs> Oh, oh, you gotta look bed. at you gotta look at things from the mm-hmm. right side, I guess. I don't mm. know. I' am, again, I am the person who laughs at the worst possible moments. So me thinking hate mail is funny actually feels right on for me, you know. Spot
2: on, spot, spot on. on.
0: Before we get started though, I wanted to ask you, should we announce our break?
2: We should. Yeah, we should at the t- at the point that this airs there will only be a one week gap I think there will I be believe. yeah so after this episode airs there will be a free week mhm and we haven't taken a break since christmas so
0: yeah yeah i mean we've really been pushing hard for a year
2: yeah and we're actually taking this break to prepare for our birthday episode yeah! So keep an eye out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So short break coming up for us. I really think people, hopefully you guys don't mind going without us for a whole week we're sorry we'll be present like (laughs) in our discord and social media and whatnot as much as possible but i love that you have titled the episode for the way gates or the ways as the gift
2: Mm -hmm. yeah so we're going to be covering the gift also known as the ways yeah and with most episodes the first half will be spoiler free but this episode will contain minor spoilers for the eye of the world yep So, if you haven't finished Eye of the World or at least the chapters that talk about the Waygate, Mm -hmm. you might want to wait.
1: Yeah. But
2: there's nothing too detrimental of a spoiler in this first half yeah i agree so this is all pretty well-known information that we're yeah. going to be covering some yeah. history some lore yeah so after the break we're going to dive full in with the spoilers with so. The
0: spoilers so when i was going through thinking about this i really just recognized that one of the main activities in the wheel of time is traveling there is always a place to get to or a place to get away from, and the forms of travel evolve as the series goes along following the lines of fantasy series preceding the Wheel of Time. Before we really get into what the ways are, we would just like to acknowledge the importance of means of travel and world building, because I hadn't really thought about this, and I Mm -hmm. found this really neat quote. It says transportation can reveal the quality of life, stage of development, and an interconnection between cultures in your setting. Like all things in world building, small details can reveal a lot of information. For something so incredibly common in everyday life, transportation has many opportunities to influence your story. And I feel as though this is a good starting point with the ways that says that. And Mm -hmm. I just found this quote, like I said on the internet, it struck a chord with me because I don't know about anybody else. Like I know you and I are very much on the same page. Like everything I do is because I want to travel. (laughs) That is like the main core of everything. And I do this taking into consideration what an incredible pain in the ass it is to travel anywhere. And in the world we live in now, we have means of transportation that were just barely emerging into reality that we take for granted. We can cross the ocean in a matter of hours rather than weeks. Railroad lines crisscross miles of countryside with connections for travelers along the way. For many of us, we can hop in our car or grab some form of public transportation that will whisk us from one place to another in a fraction of the time it would take to walk there yet in the beginning of our story getting from here to there happened by walking riding a horse or if you were lucky slash wealthy maybe in a carriage but none of these forms of travel are incredibly fast if anything they are laborious when dealing with the needs that arise in the story the dire situations that demand instant action the normal forms of travel just aren't going to cut it and that's where the ways come into play Thank you. Thank you. This is what happens when I actually get to write my thoughts out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So when we are talking about the Wheel of Time and we are talking about the ways or the gift, Mm -hmm. you have to go back in time and kind of talk about what happened during the breaking of the world. Mm -hmm. So to set the stage, we're going to go back and at the end of the Age of Legends, The world hits one of its most chaotic times in history. The War of Power happened between the Side of the Light and the Dark One. And the Dark One's Shadow Spawn and armies and Dreadlords and Chosen are basically just wreaking havoc on this world. There are armies fighting. So this time period was messy. And even when Luz Theron Telamon traps the Dark One, seals him in his prison... The dark one deals one final blow, Mm. and he taints all the male channelers with madness. Mm -hmm. So, while the world was still being broken, the earth was in upheaval and humankind was scattered like dust on the wind. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a quote from The Eye of the World. Mm -hmm. So, what we need to look at next is what's going on inside the Ogier settings at this time. So there's chaos everywhere, and most of the settings are lost with the breaking of the world. Yeah. The Ogier who stayed inside the safety of the remaining settings were essentially trapped here, and mm-hmm. then the ones on the outside were in this dangerous world. Yeah. So there wasn't an easy way to travel between the settings. Mm-hmm. And Many of the settings couldn't even be found anymore. Mm -hmm. So the Ogier outside succumbed to the longing. Mm. And this actually makes them ill, Mm -hmm. not being able to be inside their setting. So, despite all of the badness, sadness, madness, Mm -hmm. the Ogier offered sanctuary to these male channelers who were going mad. Mm -hmm. They kind of just opened their arms to the men suffering from the madness and let them stay inside the settings.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to to give a little nod of recognition to the Gear for making this choice of kindness as you said we have these male channelers rampaging through the world on top of all of the battles that are happening and even though these men are basically responsible for this massive breaking the ogier we're like we can help you you can avoid touching the taint or being exposed to the taint through staying in the studdings. And one of the things that I think is kind of interesting, and this gets brought up in the Eye of the World as well, is that not everyone saw this as a kindness and thought that perhaps those who had sheltered in the studying only to come out later and go mad later may have prolonged the breaking of the world. But there are those who believed it actually slowed what would have happened. And if these men had not taken sanctuary when they did, there may not have been a world left over mm-hmm. at all. So two two camps of thought, but I'm definitely in the group that says, thank you, Ogier. Thank you, Ogier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is... It's always nice when anyone reaches out with kindness, and I think that there are a lot of really logical reasons for the Ogir doing this, but at the root of it, I think it was a kindness,
2: you know? I do, too, yeah. and they, they didn't have to do this. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Agreed. Yeah. So Within the settings, all channelers, be they male or female, anyone that's able to touch the tr- the one power, find themselves cut off from it and even unable to sense it. So when the male channelers entered the setting, they were protected from this madness that was killing them. Yeah. Now, this doesn't last long because the male channelers couldn't accept the isolation mm-hmm. and basically the wrongness, this feeling of something not being there. So they're not able to use or sense the one power, so they leave. But before they depart, they create a gift for the O-gear. Mm-hmm. And as I was thinking about this, it kind of made me think about gentling and stilling. Yep. And I was just curious, it's almost more like a philosophical question, but just wondering about how stilling and gentling compares to being inside of steady. Yeah. So I, I imagine the process of stilling and gentling is traumatic. Oh yeah. Way on a different level as being inside of a setting, mm-hmm. But at the same time, what kind of effects does being inside the setting have on a channeler right? in general? Yeah. It couldn't have been great because they all left. Well, yeah,
0: I was I was thinking that just now is like how strong is the desire to channel that mm-hmm. feeling? Oh my gosh, I just Super spoilery <gasps> you want to write it down? Well, it won't be for this this episode, but I'm thinking about the completeness that the <laughs> am feel when the when they're linked with the dumb <laughs> and of course they would feel that completeness like they call it becoming whole because they are women who could channel who can only channel being attached to a dumb <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but I had to <laughs> share that with you because wow, anyway, that's awesome right but going back to your question. I think this is a really good question because it is the idea of losing something, of feeling as though there's a part of you that is completely gone. And I have to think that like people who have amputations and feel mm-hmm. a phantom limb or whatever, like or
2: even just a disability where your body isn't able to work how it previously once absolutely. did, there's yeah. a sense of loss there.
0: Absolutely. And if you knew that just by walking like a few feet away from the setting that's offered you protection, that you could have that completeness again, that draw has to just be like bone deep. Yeah.
2: So I I would pull jump out of the setting as fast (laughs) as humanly possible. Get me the fuck out of here. I just want to
0: channel again. But Mm -hmm. I mean, they knew they knew what had been happening to the male channelers outside. And they still made that choice to step out. And I know that part of it was because they hoped that maybe the taint had like, seated or it wasn't mm-hmm. there any longer and as we both know yeah, they wouldn't have
2: been able to feel it so yep. there's that question like maybe i'm okay yeah maybe things will be all right yep
0: and so you step out of the studying, and you go mad and you like fuck things up but again i maybe think things
2: will be okay they were not okay
0: <laughs> should i say it it was the best <laughs> beltine ever it was not the
2: best Beltine it was not ever. not the best Beltine ever. We
0: need a... Can I have a bumper sticker that says that,
2: please? To make magnets. Like a magnet sticker. yes.
0: Okay, I love this idea. Let's save that. Because, I mean, seriously, those two lines sum up 80% of the Wheel of Time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so anyway, I love this question. What a good question. Thanks. And I mean, really, like, yeah, good question.
2: Brutal. It must have been brutal. Yeah. So going forward, I want to talk about the two gifts. And we're, we're going to focus on the first one here. So before they departed, the male channelers left behind two things. The first gift was the actual way gates mm-hmm. themselves. We're going to talk about the second one after the break. Because the channeling sorry. inside the setting. Yeah, sorry. I always, I always <laughs> feel bad. So just You guys will catch
0: up. Someday you'll get to come back and listen to all of the Mm -hmm. fun shit that happens in the spoiler section.
2: Yeah. You're on your way. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) So because the channeling inside the setting does not work, waygays are built on the outside of them. Mm -hmm. After the breaking, as new settings were being rediscovered, the ways was built using the one power to connect them. They also connected to the great Ogier built cities. Now, the Ogear are able to travel a little bit more quickly and safely mm-hmm. to the other settings and work sites. Mm-hmm. And I just want to throw out there that they were created with the male channelers using the One Power. Mm-hmm. And this was done side by side with. Did they sing? I would have to imagine they did. I I feel. As I mean, it I, feels like they would have been. Yeah, and I feel as because they are grown. The Waygates are
0: mm-hmm. grown. Yeah, and that was actually one. Of, I think that's the next thing. Yeah, the next thing that I had in our notes is that the Wheel of Time Companion says that they were grown from the One Power, mm-hmm. and that really is different. From the way that the discussions around the one power develop later on in the series, like it's usually weaving or maybe even melding, but growing Mm -hmm. is not really a word I'm familiar with when it comes to channeling. So I feel like this is just... It feels so much more organic. And I know we use that word kind of throughout yeah. our notes and everything, but...
2: But that, that's a perfect word for what the waygates are, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Even in the architecture of them, they are this yes. organic creation.
0: Yeah, and the Wheel of Time Companion also says that the way gates allowed entry into the ways from outside the world. So, again, an indication that these sections are not what we would be used to in our physical world.
2: Yeah, as if the ways are not something of this world. Yeah,
0: and I love I love that Moonchild picked the quote that they did. Yes. Because I actually also pulled that quote. I had not mm-hmm. really thought about the idea that this is a gift given to people or ogier a species who mm-hmm. need to be able to travel travel safely because the world around them is in utter upheaval it's not just mm-hmm. men fighting men it's the world cracking and breaking and i think one of one of the lines that continued from that earlier chapter that earlier reading was the land between two studying might split open into deep canyons or rise in mountain ranges but in the way between them there was no change so there was no breaking inside the ways Mm -hmm. that is an incredible gift and i just hadn't seen it that way before and i love getting an opportunity to look at it this way
2: and think too if a group of Ogier were trapped in a setting that was not their own. Yeah. Maybe the setting that they are from didn't even exist anymore. How mm-hmm. are How are they, they going to get from one place to the next if the setting in the middle of their journey isn't there because the longing's going to get them? Yeah. So they might potentially have a much longer way to travel without the ways yeah. helping them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like hundreds of miles covered in a day who doesn't Mm -hmm. want that opportunity that just sounds amazing so i i love these these things that we get from the thought of kindness and the return of that kindness Mm -hmm. and something that really was quite marvelous yeah and so then you have this about af- the, yeah, I'm excited about this part.
2: Okay. So after the breaking and during a time of rebuilding, the Ogier went to work creating some of the most beautiful cities mentioned within the Wheel of Time world. And you will actually hear different groups of people, different cultures saying glory to the builders I love to the it. Ogier, which is a phrase Basically in remembrance of their work. Yeah. So the way gates really helped them travel to these places that they were rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And it was so important for the world as a whole to get these cities built back up. Mm-hmm. The Ogir were using these waygates to help them travel quickly and get connected to all of these growing areas via, by using these growing networks within mm-hmm. the way gaze. So it's, it's so much growing. <laughs> it's so slick. Like,
0: yeah. it, it really is just so cool to think about it. Like, I want to travel the ways in this mm-hmm. moment. They just sound yeah. really cool. And one of the things I was thinking about with this, this building, I know this isn't on the O'Gear, but I think in some ways this does also reflect in the ways, is the human desire for beauty so, mm-hmm. humans could have just put anything together. And instead, they brought in these Ogear who could create these absolutely marvelous, organic looking buildings. Mm-hmm. And so, when they create the Waygate, and the Ways, they, of course, kind of have that same feel to them. It's just kind of cool yes. how it's all yes. it's all connected, Amber. It's all connected. You can,
2: it is. And you can definitely see in the descriptions of the Ogier-built cities. Yeah. And you look at those and compare them to the way that the Waygates are described mm-hmm. as. There's a definite mm-hmm. similarity there. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Organic.
2: I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Our next section is how does it work? What is mm-hmm. it like? I love this. <laughs> That's always my question. How does it work? What does it do? What is at the <laughs> root of how this happens? So this is, this section, I was like, hooray! I'm just going to jump into the connection to portal stones. Yeah, go for it. This is actually a really crucial study that the male Aes Sedai had in their background for creating the way gates so there is a connection to portal stones and just real quick the wheel of time companion because i know like at this point portal stones has a big question mark around it as in a what the fuck are they so okay so the male Aes Sedai who worked together to make the ways use their studies of the worlds of the portal stones and reflections of the world they lived in to create the ways Portal stones are their own mystery and will hold a place of importance in the series. So we will come back to talk about them later. And by later, I mean an entirely different episode (laughs) 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 like this. We may touch on it a bit in the spoiler section, but it's just it's important to know like this is all you need to know for now is that they are artifacts connected to multiverse travel left over from the first age used in the Second Age and all but forgotten by the Third Age. It is believed that perhaps the ways are even in an empty world of some kind only found by portal stones, but no one is sure. Does that dun, dun, dun. For me, again, it's the why does this happen? What did they know that put them in a place where they could create mm-hmm. this? And if they have access to these portal stones, which gives access to a multiverse, it makes sense that they would have potentially been able to find something through that that would allow them to create the ways. But no one knows for sure, because this is an entirely
2: fictional series. (laughs) Okay, moving forward. (laughs) Uh, Okay, go. It is said that the ways themselves are alive in a way. So... Inside the ways, normal physical rules do not apply. On the outside, the way gates are described as organic. The designs are worked into stone, making it look like living vines. When activated by this Avendisora leaf carving or a key, the designs resembling vines turn into actual shrubbery Mm -hmm. and double doors kind of swing open and you'll see this mirror glossy like barrier as the person walks through
0: go slowly walk into no, just, a just slowly
2: no usain Full bolt your way run. through yeah
0: <laughs> sorry the image of like what would happen post walking through the glassy surface does not sound fun at all
2: it definitely has the sci-fi vibe to it it
0: really does like i i kind of like
2: that bubble
0: yeah i think stargate for sure Mm -hmm. like that reflective surface you walking into your Mm -hmm. own reflection and yeah
2: so inside there are ramps bridges and islands seemingly hanging free with no support there is no day or night there is no up or down or north or south. Directions have no real meaning. So distance inside the ways does not correlate with the distance outside. So you could walk a day in the ways Mm -hmm. and exit hundreds of miles away from the way gate you entered. On each island was a stone called a guiding with directions written in Ogier script that would leave travelers to where they needed to go Mm -hmm. most of the time it was just ogier using the way gates Mm -hmm. but on occasion they would guide our humans along Mm -hmm. so how apropos is it that our first uh, ogier ways guide has this episode timing timing (laughs) you must be a (laughs) teveran
0: they're part of the web now Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it is? Yeah.
2: So at the time of their making, the ways were full-lit, fruitful places with lush grasses growing and enough fruit trees to sustain humans or oak ear who travel through.
0: I think it was mentioned that, like, sleeping on the grasses was like sleeping on the softest down bed or something like that. It just sounded so
2: charming. Like It does if there's no bugs, but I hate... <laughs> I hate in movies where people lay in the grass and read because it looks so relaxing. It's like, oh, I could just lay under this tree in the grass and read. No. You are covered in ants, spiders. Mosquito bites. Mosquitoes. Everything. It's a lie. you ruined it,
0: Amber. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're right, though. You're 100% right. Yeah. Maybe the ways are bug free. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, hopefully, maybe that's that's how they were made. Like, okay, this is all great. It's a nice gift and all, but no insects, no bugs, please. please.
0: Oh, no secret bugs. blue weave.
2: Mm-hmm. They just use yeah. it this
0: way to keep it away instead of calling them forth.
2: That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry to interrupt. It, it is important to point out that there is no actual magic required to use and travel the way gates mm-hmm.
0: yeah one of the things that I really liked this came from the wheel of time companion as well is just this explanation of the key so the mm-hmm. key for opening from either side was the tree full is it tree full or trefoil I always say trefoil, of Avendisora found on the waygate. The leaf was removed and replaced a hand span lower, enabling the waygate to open. Sometimes the leaf was missing. The one power could be used to make an opening, but it destroyed the waygate's ability to close. I think it's...
2: Re- how, Go ahead. How terrifying would it be to get there and you're like, okay, I guess... I can't get out now, right? Like if that's if that key is missing, that sucks. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. You,
0: perfect. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. No. Th- I don't I don't think you need to say anything more than that really. And then when Moraine uses the key to unlock the waygate in Camelon, we get a point of view from Rand of this happening and it's it's like what you had said earlier. He was sure now that he could see the leaves ruffled by some unfelt breeze. He almost thought that they were verdant under the dust, a spray of thick spring greenery there in the lantern-lit cellar. Almost imperceptibly at first, a split opened opened up in the middle of the ancient carving, widening as the two have slowly swung into the cellar until they stood straight out. And that I mean, I know we talked about that in our Eye of the World episode, but that was so different from how I had like actually envisioned it. In my head for so long, apparently I just skipped over or didn't fully conceptualize the idea of it being two halves that split open. But I mm-hmm. also had not ever thought about them as the size that they must be. Because again, like, they're able to ride on their horses through the way gate. And they're mm-hmm. made for
2: O'Gear, so they have to be massive. So how massive was the cellar that was holding the waygate and Eye of the World? It was because- a
0: cistern. I'm convinced.
2: There's no way you could get a horse in my basement.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking about my basement right now, too, which I have problems going down into because it's so wonky, like trying to get a horse down there.
2: I feel like it would be like a root cellar, like something dug out of the earth. That's how I always... Out of like a hill. Yeah,
0: that's how I had always thought of it. But then when I started really like reading the description of that area, it just it sounds like a cistern. It sounds like a water reservoir that had been used in the past and had probably used the waygate and then the cellar got built on top of it i mean that's how that's how cities are built as one layer on top of another so that's how i see it because those waygates have got to be here well how
2: did the waygate get in the cistern then so
0: okay so here's my thought so it was a structure of its own. People were no longer using it. Someone came in mm-hmm. and was like, we need to build this thing. This thing here is nice and strong, and we can't tear it down. So let's build up around it. And then, of course, as like time Okay, happens, so like they
2: were using the two walls yes. of the waygate yep. as a foundation yep. for... And then built it.
0: around it. And then, of course, because... The way that cities layer one thing on top of another, mm-hmm. you would eventually have that part. I mean, they might have even, I mean, perhaps that Waygate was kind of already in a valley of some kind anyway. So, I mean, location and whatnot, that's how things get built, architecturally, archaeologically speaking. I watched too many documentaries, but yeah, like. Once I started putting that together in my head, it made so much more sense Mm -hmm. that that could be... I mean, who's to say that the shop above them isn't massive? Like, what if it's not just, like, the one shop? What if it's, like, a bunch of buildings kind of pulled together over Mm -hmm. a larger thing? So, I don't know. That's my thought on it, like, of what it could look like and why it is in a cellar that allows room for, like... How many horses? At least six. And
2: an gear. And
0: an gear. An with a horse yeah. big enough for an gear to ride on? Like, that's a, that's a big You need horse. a lot of space for that. <laughs> wow, we just spent a lot of time talking about that cellar. I enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> I? But I mean, that's just it. It's like, Mm -hmm. That's that's the next thing that that you have written here is what happened to the way gates. Um, Or did I skip?
2: a little something. Oh, I
0: did, yeah. The whole nearly impossible to destroy. So Mm -hmm. these way gates, even after time goes by and people aren't using them or gear aren't using them, they just stay there because they are nearly Mm -hmm. impossible to destroy. And apparently, I think there were at least two attempts to try to destroy a way gate. And... One of them instead sucked all of the Aes Sedai into the ways, probably killing them. So they just hang out. Yeah. I mean, what They're else? They're not going anywhere. Yeah. what What else do you do with something that's, I mean, and I just, I just keep thinking about how large they are. <laughs> i mean what did, you're stuck i am because i mean wouldn't you head. want to use that either as something that you don't ever touch and use it's just kind of some weird thing that exists or mm-hmm. as you are a growing city do you use it as a piece of a foundation for something else and i mm-hmm. think that that's what happened i think that's what happened in came on agreed yeah so you can't destroy them unless you want to get
1: sucked to do waygate.
0: I bet som- it wasn't was that gonna- much fun. <laughs> I was going to say, I somehow feel like <laughs> we wasn't on anyone's mind at the moment, but at the same time, yes. <laughs> Ta-da! So. go! These waygates suck! No, I'm just kidding pretty cool.
2: So what happened to the way gates? Yeah. And this goes right along with what we're talking about. Yeah. Many of the waygates are no longer found in plain sight. Some remain outside of the settings where they originally were mm-hmm. and were known to be, but because the Ogier f- felt the longing when they spent too much time away from the settings, they ended up building groves mm-hmm. in other areas, and these are Kind of like, like a mini band aid steady oh. <laughs> so they don't get they don't get sick too sick from the longing.
0: Um, I now want Grove band aids, please. So now I You're, need stickers slash magnets for my car and band aids. Well, they're supposed
2: to be very comforting. So, <laughs> so these these ogie are needed to get to the. Places that they were building these cities Mm -hmm. and they're basically work sites. Mm -hmm. And many of the way gates were built within these groves. So as time passes, many of the groves are destroyed or overtaken by growing cities Mm -hmm. like in Camelin, or left unattended to grow and just became normal forests. Yeah. So this obscures many of the way gates from plain sight.
0: Yeah. And I mean people don't really go out of their way to visit O'Gear in the settings. So mm-hmm. the ones that are even by the settings are neglected even further because of that. And the one in particular that I'm thinking of is like the one by Monethrin. Monethrin doesn't even exist any longer. So right, the fact right. that there's a way gate there doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything to the people who live in that area because they don't even know what monethrin is.
2: Yeah, it's it's something kind of something similar to is the way gate that's outside of Camelin. Mm -hmm. We know that outside the walls of Camelin, they've used the city wall as a foundation Mm -hmm. for houses. So they've kind of grown out of the inside of the city. So now the city is growing on the outside of the city. So you have the old town and the new town. Mm -hmm. This grove would have been on the outside of Camelin Mm -hmm. where potentially houses and stuff were being built, Mm -hmm. where it was a former grove. Mm -hmm. So this goes right back around with how did it get in a cellar? Right? (laughs) Yeah. How did it it end up there? Well, And I mean, loyal comments
0: when they're in the cellar that... Everything, like everywhere that they were walking once was a grove. And he Mm -hmm. is outraged that it has been replaced with this.
2: Yeah, he even pounds his fist, I think, on the wall. And Moraine is like, are you trying to have the whole thing come down on our heads, loyal? Like, take it easy, big guy. Cool.
0: Chill. Yeah. So I think the other thing about it is humans have short memories. If it's not something that you are aware of, Mm -hmm. you're not going to seek it out. And so, again, for people at the beginning of the series, the ways are just kind of either completely forgotten or Mm -hmm. another part of a myth that doesn't really exist. So it's really interesting how the use of channeling and what it was able to create just kind of fades into legend so often yeah yeah or you use it to create a cistern slash cellar Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: somewhere to keep your milk cold right maybe wine
0: I don't know I just think that it's really interesting to think about like what they were used for what happened to them after the thousands Mm -hmm. of years after they had been built because I mean weren't they established like right I mean, during the breaking of the world. So they have been around for like 3,000 years, right? Yeah.
2: So possible inspiration? <sighs> that
0: was hard. It really was. <laughs> I, did, I did not do like a, a big time deep research dive into this, but I did, I did want to like think about it. And the closest thing mm-hmm. that I could kind of come up with is the idea of Alice in Wonderland, Or perhaps like the Chronicles of Narnia, where it's an everyday object or surface that bends to allow the entrance to another world. And that's kind of what happens with the Waygates. Like, Mm -hmm. it looks like just a piece of stone architecture. It's just hanging out there, being cool. And so you don't really recognize it as being something special unless you know the the secret which Moray mm-hmm. did great. Hurry, Moray. But as far as like the design of what what's happening inside for like the islands and the ramps and everything, it mm-hmm. feels it feels a bit M. C. Escher and a bit Venice with like a smattering of colorless <laughs> surrealism.
2: Venice, like the city, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I was thinking about the
0: bridges that go over the canals and how they kind of have okay, like that steep okay. incline that comes up and then goes over and then comes down mm-hmm. again and it has the I ball along the sides. Mm-hmm. Like there's architectural texture to the ways mm-hmm. that I'm sure was really quite beautiful when they were not sunk in darkness. So... I I was trying to think, like, what would Robert Jordan have been thinking of when it came to creating these ramps, these
2: islands? Yeah, especially what they look like. Mm -hmm. And I think the M.C. Escher idea is really on the inside the ways how they look. That's really exactly what (laughs) I
0: I was just thinking maybe instead he was a big fan of the ending of Labyrinth, the movie. (laughs) That is also very M.C. Escherish, where she's like running up and down the stairs and she's looking for the baby and David Bowie is off to the side. I just want David Bowie
2: as my new um, O'Gear Ways Guide now. <laughs> Thank you. Posthumous donation. You donations. remind me of the babe.
0: <laughs> what babe?
1: <laughs> uh, we'll all
2: break down into song. Elaine can, sing, <laughs> Elaine can sing that part. You remind me of my babes. My babes. Okay, um, what I wanted to say about the possible inspiration, I feel like we've talked about this so many times that I don't want to go too far into it, but we've already said how they are to resemble this organic mm-hmm. thing. And I believe when I talked about Ogier-built cities previously, I mentioned something like Angkor Wat or... Mm-hmm. La Sagrada Familia and just all this type of architecture where you can see that it has a connection to life and earth and the trees that are around you Mm -hmm. and these natural structures Mm -hmm. that are in our outside world. And I kind of feel like since we've now seen the Amazon poster of the Waygate, Mm -hmm. I feel like pretty proud of myself for thinking like, (laughs) you know, beforehand, like I have this Eastern feel to it when I was thinking like maybe something like Angkor Wat, like seeing these temples and structures where there's kind of like roots growing over them and in between them. But it's st- like it's standed the test of time. Mm-hmm. And so we see kind of what Amazon is giving us, which we can talk about later mm-hmm. because there's there'll be some spoilers involved. But
0: for me, it was bring- always more Greco Roman.
2: Do you know what I mean? OK, like like a column. Yes. Like a pillar. Yeah,
0: And like, like the two. like the realistic sculpture carvings mm-hmm. that are so often found in Greco Roman style sculpture. That's how yeah. it always looked in my head.
2: I think it always, to me, felt more ancient, yeah. like way, way older. Yeah. I definitely feel like maybe something along the lines of like Stonehenge, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. because you've got two pillars mm-hmm. that you could walk through mm-hmm. and maybe on top, well, not pillars, but I guess just giant carved rock. So you've got two sides with something on top. And that makes me think of Stonehenge. What are, you, are you covering your mouth or yawning?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm excited because I love this okay. description. And I'm just thinking, Aiden and I have been watching this program. Arthur's finally into it, too, called Drain the Oceans. And it's mm-hmm. a National Geographic program where they go to specific areas and they use sonar technology to scan whatever's love happening. Right? Oh, my God, you would love this show. Love it's it. so good. But they were doing the site of the lighthouse of alexandria and the one thing that they were able to pick up and definitively recreate digitally was the doorway that led into the the lighthouse itself and it was like 40 feet tall and it was they said the same thing it had like we're talking
2: about egypt right yes yeah 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 the port of
0: alexandria
2: See, yeah, Tracy, now this is where my head is going because another... Okay, go ahead. I, no, go no, ahead. no,
0: no. no. I just wanted no. to say that they kind of made that same connection that it had kind of like that Stonehenge feel just because of like the the massive stone pillar with the part on top. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, they they built all the way around it and then built up. And these doorways were like a good 40 feet tall. Like they are right, massive. Right. And they had these this great big, I don't know if it's split open, but it had a giant wooden door up against it. And who's not to say that it wasn't a wooden door carved with a bunch of shit on right. it? So, right.
2: that's so, just cool! No, it is cool. Ancient and doorways! I think that, yeah, yeah, ancient doorways. Absolutely. They are such nerds, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, what's, what's funny to me is because you're talking about Egypt. When we saw set leaks mm. from what people are assuming to be Tarvalin. Mm-hmm. You see a camel there. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely, I definitely get a feel of like this North African architecture mm-hmm. when you think something like Morocco mm-hmm. or Egyptian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I definitely think that there are so many layers mm-hmm. of architecture that they are using mm-hmm. right now to create the show. Oh, this is one of the things that I'm most excited for. Me that too. and costumes, I yeah. think. But, but going going back to Stonehenge mm-hmm. on our creature feature episode, mm-hmm. I did talk about how I think That Robert Jordan was inspired by maybe this early depiction of Stonehenge. Mm. And a lot of these megaliths Mm -hmm. have kind of spiritual meanings behind Mm -hmm. them. And we can only guess what they were. But when you see something like Stonehenge, it looks like a gateway. It does. The ways is a literal gateway. Mm -hmm. And the earliest depiction of Stonehenge has Merlin, the magician, Mm -hmm. working with a giant to create Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. And if you are looking at the Wheel of Time, you have giant creatures, the Ogier. Sometimes giants and Ogier in myth are one and the same. You have Ogier working with male channelers who are essentially like the magicians, magicians. the Merlins Mm -hmm. of their time. Yeah. So I I really, I will die on this hill. I think Robert Jordan (laughs) was inspired by Stonehenge.
0: I Um, will charge up that hill with you.
2: I'm all about it.
0: (laughs) I think it's so good. I actually went up and kind of like started looking up those images after we had talked about it. And it's just so neat. Like, (sighs) the Middle Ages were weird and cool.
2: Right. Yeah. And this is the oldest artwork of Stonehenge people way before our time looking at this gateway, this giant structure and being like, how did they make that? Yeah, And that's what's crazy to think that people who were maybe more advanced than the actual builders, mm-hmm. they're scratching their heads and thinking, magic obviously. Right. There's yeah. no, other, yeah, no other It has to be magic. <laughs> it's just
0: this <laughs> Right. Ta-da! Fabled creatures and magic. There's mm-hmm. no other possible way that could have happened. Here, here. Yeah.
2: But I think that I think that's it for our spoil free section cool spoiler free spoiler free that was so good good. hey friends i know this isn't our usual ad
0: however amber and i wanted to share with you that things are growing and we have opportunities for you to help us continue to create quality wheel of time content first we finally joined the world of patreon and would love your support we have four tiers ranging from three dollars a month to twenty five dollars a month to thank you for your support, there are perks for each tier, including exclusive merchandise not sold in our Threadless shop. You can find out more about each tier and how you can support us at Patreon backslash or or just click on the link in the show notes. Second, our Threadless shop is overflowing with beautiful designs and various items to put them on. We have coffee mugs, phone cases, tote bags, notebooks. There are also plenty of t-shirts and tanks for the summer. Third, we love you guys, really. Thank you for all the support you have given and for keeping us company on the road to Tarvalon.
2: Okay. <laughs> that back. was our pause. <laughs> we are back with spoilers. Spoilery, spoil, spoiler time. Oh my gosh. There's
0: so, just so much about the Waygates that I just had not yeah. really thought about until like digging into it. It's been really fun.
2: I agree. This is probably one of my favorite episode topics that we've done in a while.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a s su- surprise one too. Cause I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. the way gates are cool. But then when we when I really started kind of digging into it, I realized I was like, Oh yeah, we really didn't get to talk about how crazy the ways are when we were doing our reread for Eye of the World. And so when I really started getting into it, I was like, Ooh, I love when we get to circle
2: back and just think we almost grouped all of these fast travel. I know <laughs> means of fast travel together. That would have been I really nightmare. Hard.
0: It would have been awful. I love the title of this section that you've given it. It's
2: yeah, it's pretty blunt. It's so spot the very on. first, yeah, the first first thing that I wanted to talk about in the spoiler section is that the Waygates are death traps. Death <laughs>
0: traps, 100%. You are
2: right. So for 2,000 years, the Waygates worked really well, and then everything changed. <laughs> they became dark <laughs> and dank and gross, and the trees and grass inside died, and travelers started disappearing. Oh. Bad. So not only does it always stay dark inside now, but it actually resists light. Mm-hmm like it resists light mm-hmm. that's a scary thought to think that it's actually not pushing allowing back light on it. yeah yeah so like i'm it makes it you think it's alive like it's yes so pushing again back.
0: during the oceans everyone go yeah. watch it <laughs> but they were doing like they were doing deep sea dives where it's like pitch black and watching them use their lights on the submersibles And seeing how, like, the dark just kind of totally resisted it. It was like, Engulfs it. Yes. I was like, ooh. So the ways are like being in deep sea where it's so dark, you can barely penetrate it with light. Like, it gives it so much
2: atmosphere. Yeah. The way gates being corrupted is almost like our oceans being polluted. (laughs) Thank you, Robert Jordan.
0: (laughs) There is a really good episode on the Gulf of Mexico that talks a lot about oil rigs <laughs> that made me real happy. I drive an electric car. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to include that part, but that was yeah. that was what it made me think of. Was just like this deep sea pushback when I was watching it last night. It gave it it gave it a very new feeling that I don't yeah. feel like I've been able to kind of fully conceptualize before.
2: Who knows? Maybe that's something they will. They will do within the series Mm -hmm. that might be really hard, though, to shoot Mm -hmm. these travel scenes within the ways being at pitch black and like resisting light, though. Yeah, because then you won't be able to see anyone's face. But going back. The ways now, even on the inside, some of the areas are crumbling to the touch. Yeah. So it's it's not doing so good. Mm -mm.
0: So when Maureen questions Loyal about the ways, he admits that he has some knowledge of them and says that just when... Oh, and this is what Maureen says, is that just when she finds a dire threat to the eye of the world, she finds someone who can take them there in a matter of days the ways loyal's response is forcefully negative no loyal said an emphatic rumble like thunder everyone turned to look at him and he blinked under the intention but there was nothing hesitant about his words if we enter the ways we will all die or be swallowed by the shadow and that's chapter 42 I of the world and i just love it because up until that point loyal is this resting place very docile and a book reader and he's just super chill and i mean his level of deference towards the aes Sedai when he first meets her for him to like push back against her that hard you're like oh shit this must not be a very nice place to go guys Mm -hmm. yeah 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 the
2: biggest creepy This entity, this Ooh, force yeah. within the ways is called Machin Shin. Machin, machin Chin and it sounds it like
0: Manchi. Like much. Do
2: you know when I was looking up Machin Shin on my phone, I ended up watching a rap video by a Mexican <laughs> group called Machin Chin? Uh. And I was like. Okay, now I'm watching this and not doing any work, so that was fun.
0: (laughs) I would like you to send that to me, please.
2: (laughs) So Machin Shin actually means the black wind in the old tongue, and I'm I'm all about creepiness. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I wasn't so afraid of the ways. I felt like everyone had pretty good plot armor up till that point, but... You had wrote after this, so this thing is terrifying. And it is, I agree.
0: It is fucking terrifying. I didn't want to pull like the full section of like that rambling that happens mm-hmm. when they are approached. What it says, yeah. I just got like, just, just a little. Um, pretty screams, singing screams, scream your songs, sing your screams. Uh, uh so bad.
2: So- you just need to you just need to sing it in an upbeat tune and Do we need it's to turn no this longer, into a rap. Pretty screams, sing your <laughs> screams, scream your song, sing your screams. <laughs> You've
0: made this all better for me and everyone listening. They're no longer scary. <laughs> Take that much and shin. <laughs> you don't stand up against a good singing moment. Um So
2: I will sing you back out of the way, (laughs) young man.
0: There is a lot about, like, Machin Shin itself that's just really uncomfortable to think about. The thing that I thought was really interesting about the way that this is written, though, like the way that Robert Jordan actually writes this into the book, is it's almost erratic in the way that it Mm. feels. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, all the thoughts... It's still focused, you know,
2: go ahead. It makes me feel like if you're having an anxiety attack and your brain is just like too much input going on around you and you can't focus on one single thing, but you're you're going at 100 miles per hour inside your own head. Yes,
0: that's exactly how it feels. And so while this is still happening, there is like this one ultimate focus and it feels like a flow of desire for pain and horror and perhaps a momentary satiation of that desire. And I wrote down that Machin Shin is a junkie for souls. It is. It is. It is. Like, that's uh, that's the other thing is it feels like a almost an addict, like racing yeah. to get the next high. And it's not... I mean, in, at this point, Machin Shin has got to be starved. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, no one's traveling the There's nobody the way coming the through. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, I mean, obviously it's written this way, but it's almost incredible that they made it close to the end of their journey before encountering Machin Shin. Because I would think, like, to me, it feels like a predator. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, I would think that like prowling, but again, the ways are huge. So who knows? But those were just kind of like my thoughts around like that particular part that's expressed to us in the the way that it's been written. And I think it kind of helps give it an extra eerie and almost sentient inflection to it, which makes it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Really
0: scary. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, it. Is said that it steals the souls of people it encounters or causes... Okay, so let me rephrase that. Yeah. It steals the souls of people it encounters and causes insanity or instant death. Yeah. So even if you are able to physically walk out of the ways mm-hmm. after encountering mm-hmm. the black wind, you are not the same person anymore. You are a shell yeah. of a person. Yeah. There's not much left inside of you mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah.
0: And yellow sisters have come through to try to heal gear that have come through and come out of the way. is affected by Machin Shin and nothing, nothing works. So it's not even like yeah. you can come out and have someone heal mm-hmm. you and it's okay. It's permanent. There's no coming back from it.
2: Ooh. I was just thinking about something. Dolls. So when we were talking about constructs on the Dusty Wheel... I found that some interviewer, Robert Jordan, said that basically the constructs were created and then souls could be put into the constructs. And this is almost like the opposite where
0: Mm, like it's a soul extractor.
2: Right, right, where... Salad yeah. spinner. <laughs> salad salad spinner for the soul. Uh, next, you can find it in your shopping aisle next to cheesecloth for the taint.
0: I'm glad that everything still has kind of like a kitchen theme to <laughs> yeah. it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Sorry about that.
2: Woo-hoo. Yeah, so... We only know of one person in the entire series that has been let go Mm -hmm. from the black wind, and that's Paddan Fane, which is freaky.
0: Okay, that's who you meant. I didn't even Mm -hmm. think about that. For some odd reason, I was thinking that you had confused it with um, Mashadar from Shadar Mm. LaGoth, but one cool I didn't realize that. And two, I think it's interesting that we have two things that are so similar, Mashadar and Shin, Mm -hmm. that both have their structural confinements. Both Mm -hmm. really like snacking on the people that come through them in various Mm -hmm. ways. But again, I feel as though... Machin Shin is possibly more sentient than Mashadar. Like Mashadar almost feels almost mindless and just kind of like hunting for Mm -hmm. what it needs and hoping. But Machin Shin feels like far more malevolent. It has a voice.
2: It feels like it's hunting, you know, where Mashadar just kind of feels like it's...
0: It's like kind of rolling around. and It makes me think kind of like an earthworm. You know, like you're just <laughs> digging through your tunnels and if something tasty mm-hmm. comes along your way, hooray, and you'll take advantage of it. But if not, you're just going to keep going. And Mosh chin Shin feels like, like a predator. I am hunting for yeah, you. I am yeah. coming for you. And I am going to be scary as fuck because it's just this soul eating wind that rampages its ways. Like it. It rampages its ways through the ways yes <laughs> that's not even said fully, properly and i'm leaving it i'm leaving it
2: yeah yeah it it's whispering it's whispering about ripping flesh and tasting blood it's disgusting wow. oh god it's disgusting it's so it's like a honey badger <laughs>
0: it's so bad i mean it just is like the the
2: we can move forward on
0: that too it's just nasty you don't know what i'm talking about with the honey badger i know about the honey badger video <laughs> okay. am i missing something other than that
2: <laughs> no it's just like eating bugs and stuff and oh. like, it's disgusting but it is it's the honey badger is a very a very uh Well, adapted predator. So,
0: there you go. You know, it's been a minute since I like. Well,
2: they're like immune to snake venom. What? Yeah, honey badgers, they get. They can get bit by cobras and then they just take a little nap and then they run (laughs) off and start eating again.
0: (laughs) I want that to be my life. Like, (laughs) road to Tarvalin for all of your Wheel of Time and honey badger needs. Yes. You're welcome.
2: (laughs) So there are many theories as to what it is and how it came to be. And I'm talking about the Black Wind. Yeah. So some of these are listed in the Big White Book. And they go as the following. The first one is something born of the corruption of Mm Saideen.
0: Yeah. And... Unfortunately, because the male channelers used tainted Sadeen when they created the Ways, the darkness of the taint began seeping into the Ways, transforming them from an idyllic and quick form of travel to a place that would eventually force the Ogier elders to forbid travel along the Ways. And that's just that's just a theory. Like, I realize that I kind of stated that, like, fact. However, I believe it's just one of the theories. I know Moraine tosses out... A bunch of them in Eye of the World, and I think you have the rest of them listed here for us, too.
2: Yeah, some believe it's it's a parasite, something natural within the ways that was corrupted. That is so So. interesting
0: to me because I can Mm -hmm. see how that would happen. Like, if the taint corrupts everything it touches and you create this beautiful world with all of these wonderful things that are living and restful and relaxing course you're going to flip it into the opposite so that Mm -hmm. is and for being from a world that may have had nothing in it maybe it had nothing in it because a giant parasite ate everything and that's what was left over (laughs) and now they're pissed off they're coming for everyone Mm -hmm. this was my space Mm -hmm. fuckers so i like that idea of it being a parasite i think that is fascinating so do i yeah
2: and and the fact that you had mentioned earlier like a um <laughs> you had mentioned an earthworm earlier and now I'm just thinking like <laughs> Carnivorous Parasite earthworm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Machinchin is the tapeworm. I was just waste.
0: thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I so smacked next... my I smacked my desk so hard it shook my computer. But that was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, it's a fucking tapeworm. A soul-eating tapeworm. Another another fun, beautiful sticker.
2: <laughs> did we just call the ways an intestine? We did. Ooh. Um, so the next theory is a remnant of the War of Shadow that hid in the ways and can no longer leave. So, yeah, during the War of the Shadow, Aganor was creating some pretty freaky stuff. Ooh, good point. Who's not to say that something was created
0: mm-hmm. and he didn't got its just, way
2: in there yeah. and just couldn't get out. yeah. And we know that some of the constructs, some of these created beings mm-hmm. can't enter or don't like to enter certain places. The ways is one of those situations where it's kind of like, okay, like the Trollocs can go through it and the Fades, I believe, can also. Can the Fades go through? I think so. Well, they built the traps. Yes. Yeah. But they can, the Trollocs can definitely get through. That's how they've been traveling throughout yeah. Eye of the World. And that's
0: why I but, would think that the, the Fades would be able to as well. Because right. they're the ones who are responsible the for... The mushers? Yes. Yeah. They corral the Trollocs and make mm-hmm. them do what they have to do. Otherwise, Trollocs just like to run amok. <laughs> I don't blame yeah. them. If someone weren't, like, driving me to, like, be a horrible <laughs> creature, I would just run amok too. Be like, I'm <laughs> scary! <laughs> I want all your things. Fear me. <laughs> right?
2: That palace.
0: Mine. So, yeah. Sorry. Right.
2: So, who knows? Who, we, we can't say for sure what exactly it is, but there are many theories revolving around what it could be, and... I I kind of like this war the shadow idea that there was some creature that was created maybe I think I'm leaning towards the
0: parasite.
2: You like the parasite? Well, what if it was a parasite that oh, was created. created? So it could be. Yeah. it could
0: be a mixture Both. of those. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also, I mean, it could very easily be a combination of all three of those things. I mean, the taint to corrupt yeah. and a parasite who maybe had been. I mean, there are healthy parasites. Yeah. They're in the ocean. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not it going all comes back, back to the around. Uh, yeah, and I do, I do like the fact that there are booby traps that have possibly mm-hmm. been set throughout the ways. We do see the result of an assumed booby trap in Eye of the World, and I think it's bad enough that like someone in the group vomits. It's mm-hmm. probably Matt. Matt seems to throw up a lot. I think. Yeah, he's got a tender <laughs> stomach, that boy. Anyway. <laughs> I love I love this next section. The talisman okay. of growing. Are we good with like yes, yeah. shin creepy badness.
2: Mm-hmm. So we had <laughs> we had earlier said that there were two gifts created by the male channelers or the male isodai, mm-hmm. and this second gift was the talisman of growing, mm-hmm. and it's a tarangrial created with weaves of earth and spirit. Mm-hmm. And the ogier would plant this talisman outside of the studdings and it would grow new waygates. Mm-hmm. The talisman cannot create an entirely new way between two spots, but it can make a branch grow from an existing way. And the ogre can sing this growing into a flower and is actually a part of the ways that is in this world. It still confuses me. This was a part that I had to write and rewrite and then look again at the information that I found Mm -hmm. and make sure that I had understood it correctly. Because even now, as I go back and reread it, Mm -hmm. I'm still not 100% sure exactly what it means. Right. I'm
0: like, what does that mean?
2: It's confusing. It
0: is. That's okay. Mm. I mean, I'm all right with a little mystery around things. And I'm mm-hmm. sure, like I'm sure this is right. I just think that again, it's another one of those really complicated systems that Jordan has put into place that we are all trying mm-hmm. to like dig through and figure out, and like that's that's a huge part of the fun. What I love is that later on, Elaine and Avienda find a talisman mm-hmm. for growing among the items that they took from the Ken's storeroom. And it was described as a stone carving the size of her, and this is Avienda, of her hand, all deep blue curves. It felt like stone, at least, though somehow it did not really look carved. And she felt it was for growing something, but not plants. It made her think of holes, only they were not exactly holes, and she did not believe anyone had to channel to make it work, only sing the right song." And I had yes. never really picked up on like that section and what it was that she had found because I didn't know how the ways were grown. And so I...
2: And she has this uncanny ability to just pick up and be a stronger and be like, I feel like it feels like I yes. should be able to use this for something like that or this.
0: Yes, I love it. I love it. And so I thought that was really neat that we have this moment of Avienda discovering a talisman of growing. And mm-hmm. I had always thought that there was only one of these, and that apparently is not the case. It seems as though there. It
2: sounds like there were many. Yeah,
0: when I was kind of looking through what I could find on the internet and in the Companion, I think it was just like an undisclosed number. Like, that was just kind of what it mm-hmm. came down to, is like, no one really knows how many were made. And I don't know why I thought that there was just one, but in some ways it makes sense, you know? Like, the power to grow something like a Waygate seems...
2: Well, as, yeah, as they were creating these new Ogier built cities, they would have had to keep creating more gates. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it would be easy enough to like travel from one place to another and carry the talisman with you, use it for growing, and then use the ways to travel back to wherever you kept your talismans are growing it was just I it makes (laughs) it makes sense it makes sense to have those and to have more than one of those especially considering the time period they were made in and how they Mm -hmm. ended up being used so it's just me like getting my head cannon broken again and I'm totally fine with that (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind at all yeah and then we have yeah, we have The Use of the Ways because I don't think we've talked too, too much about like what exactly they were used for. And I mean, that's because it would be really spoilery for the first half. But we have done enough recordings, I feel like, The Use of the Ways in The Eye of the World that I don't really feel like we need to go over that again.
2: No, there was only one thing that I wanted to question, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. And- it's one of the things that I never really understood is that the way gates, the way gates themselves, are basically indestructible. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how Moraine was able to like laser cut her way through the doors on the way out mm-hmm. when they're all running for dear life. And The only guess that I have is maybe because the inside was so degraded. Degre- de- <laughs> listen to me talk. Degraded that. Somehow, from the outside, from the inside going out, uh-huh. it's different than trying to destroy it from the outside in.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think somewhere in the the non spoiler section, it says that, like, I think the Wo- Wheel of Time companion says something about how the one power can be used to open a waygate if no key is present. But I almost feel like that sentence is thrown in there just to make sense out of. To more- make- <laughs> destroying a way like, gate because someone like well, that
2: almost makes it sound like she uses the power to open the doors but in fact she's she, like
0: cutting through it
2: and i mean that actually wand laser yeah, thing whatever that
0: staff is it actually made me mm-hmm. think of something because they have to take and i th- this is further in the notes too but they have to take like pull lanterns with oil and everything Mm -hmm. so they can see. And I was like, well, I mean, if you're an Aes Sedai, why don't you just, like, create light for your group? But Mm -hmm. in The Great Hunt, Aguine says something about how she feels as though any use of Sedar inside the ways would have tainted results. And so I feel like that's Mm. what caused the burnout of... Moraine's magic staff, because like once they come through, it's mm-hmm. like charred at the end, yeah. and she throws it away, and she like is like, ugh, gross, it's awful, and I think she says, <laughs> ew, like the taint, <laughs> ew, gross. Uh, I think she says the taint corrupts everything in that place. So, do you think it corrupt? Do you think it corrupts them, like the travelers themselves, in any way?
2: No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it would be pretty hard to. Corrupt or taint, you know, like the soul. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: The channeling, I don't know. That's because that's connected to the soul. Maybe that's the only thing that it could corrupt. Possibly. Maybe it could corrupt your channeling capabilities or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. But-
0: I was just kind of wondering because, like, you had said about how Machin, Machin- Shin had let Pot and Fane go. And I mean, I think. He's just
2: I think it was because like it was like ew yeah, like, like he put, is put it back super put corrupted. it back <laughs> there's not
0: really a soul there for me mm-hmm. to like do anything with
2: so mm-hmm. i find that like he's already empty as it is yeah. there's no f- there's no food for you yeah there.
0: which lets you know that in a lot of ways machin shin is it's more sentient than we may be comfortable with <laughs> at least for me. Did you have anything else on? No. Okay. So the Great Hunt, I I'm only going to do the Great Hunt. I know there's more use of the ways, but we only have so much time, and so I'm really going to just like say a couple things about their use in sure. the Great Hunt because that's our next book and I'm so excited. I got my copy. I got my paper copy in the mail and I am just thrilled. There's just nothing better than holding a book. I mean, I like holding my kids when they were little but I like maybe I like books better no I don't in the great hunt the ways are used and the first I believe the first time that they're used in the great hunt is when Varen and Rand Matt and Perrin and Loyal I don't know if anyone else is with them I can't remember but they all actually end up end up going to a setting asking mm-hmm. for permission to travel the ways given permission mm-hmm. to travel the ways open the way gate and Machin Shin is hanging out waiting for them. So the doors start to open and instead of that glassy surface, it's black and you start hearing mm-hmm. voices and I don't remember who. They they nope yeah, out pretty fast. Hardcore. They're like, well mm-hmm. that cuts that off and I believe mm-hmm. like at that point Varen even says something about how she feels like regardless of which way gate they go to, this is what's going it's to gonna happen. It's going to be there waiting. Yeah, yeah, like it's almost on guard, making sure that they can't use this quick form of travel that they're trying to use. So mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but then, Liandrin, Leandrin, Rosebud Mouth Lady, she mm-hmm. scoops up queen Nynaeve intentionally Min and Elaine tag along, and she takes them through the ways to Fall May. So you have another moment where Gwyn and Nynaeve have to travel the ways. And mm-hmm. this actually kind of goes back to the what happened to the way gates because the one that Leandron takes them to is kind of fenced off to keep it protected so like people don't know about it or use it. But they still have their grove. Like Tarvalon still has its grove, so it has easy access to it. its, it's way gate. It's just kind of fenced off. But as soon as they see it, they're like, shit, you know? Like, Not again. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, Egwene kind of has this moment where she's like, well, we've done it once, we're doing it again, Um And they're doing it because they think that Rand and Matt and Perrin and everybody are in trouble. And, of course, we know Leandrin is Black Aja and they're about to get handed off. And fucking fuck.
2: Poor, poor Gwyn. Do you think Leandrin knew about Machin Shin or just didn't care? I'm really confused by this. It's just, it's too convenient for me that I don't like it. I... And this is... This is the issue that I have with the ways. I
0: agree with you, actually, and I think that that's kind of something. Like our next section is why using the ways became passe. Like how mm-hmm. I'm trying to like rhyme things in our in our section titles. <laughs> it almost became like there was no fear factor, you know? Right. Like I never really worried that much. Or it was, was it was gonna... all the
2: way it was all the way too fearful that you couldn't enter, or it was just not a problem yeah. anymore. Yeah, they
0: were just kind of like, oh, I guess. I guess much and shun is taking a nap.
2: I don't know. Right? Like it's just what is he he's he's on he's having a day of rest, I guess. <laughs> Sabbatical. He, he, he yeah, he he doesn't work on Sundays. He's writing his book. This
0: is one of the things that I actually really liked is a thought as she's entering the ways and she's she's thinking, Rand, you wool headed idiot, why can't you just once get yourself into some kind of trouble that doesn't force me to act like the heroine in a story? And
2: Oh, Egwene, if you only knew you were being led by the Black Aja and all of this was in your own head. Right.
0: And also kind of a bit of foreshadowing on how she sees herself and her relationship with Rand throughout the rest of the series. You know?
2: I don't think her relationship so much Mm changed. It's just there was always kind of that, I don't want to say animosity, but almost almost a little bit of a... Yeah, it just got further and further apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, they grew apart.
0: They did. And I think one of the things that strikes me, uh, in particular, like the internal monologues that happen a lot, like with women in The Wheel of Time, it seems as though they almost feel as though they need to mother the men around them more than mm, yeah. like allowing them to just be... Grow? Yeah. Yeah. You go make <laughs> your own mistakes. I trust you. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that kind of, I don't know, we should have like a gender discussion on Wheel of Time stuff. I really like the idea of gender swapping one of, at least one of the five great generals. I added it to. That too. would be fun. I added it to our list of things to talk about because I think it's just, I think it's brilliant. Um, okay.
2: So yeah, then I think. Yeah, we could, we could go through each one and talk about what, how it would change the story. Right?
0: Wouldn't that okay. be fun? Love it. Love this Love idea. It. Okay, so then I think the last... Is this the last? No, it's not the last thing. But our next thing is why the ways became passe. And I think we can kind of go through this because we've we've touched on it a little bit already. But one of the other things that really bugs me about the ways is how much you have to pack. Like, when
1: mm-hmm. they go
0: on this journey, the first time... It's not just them and their horses. It's them and their horses and, like, two pack horses on top of it that are, like, burdened down with supplies Mm -hmm. so they can travel through the ways. And granted, originally that would not have been the case. You know, you would have been able to, like, harvest the food and things that you needed from on the islands to Mm -hmm. sustain yourself until you got to where you needed to be going. I was just actually kind of thankful when they were done using the ways. Like, I was just like... (sighs)
2: I actually don't mind kind of these like languid traveling sequences. On the reread of Eye of the World, I actually enjoyed Matt and Rand kind of having their traveling moments. After the ways kind of stopped being a thing, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, we're not always going to have fast travel. I was wrong. wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like there's enough other types of travel that... It's okay. I mean, I don't need books and books worth of boat trips or hanging out on a farmer's cart, right you know yeah,
0: and I mean that that was one of the things that I was thinking of when I wrote when I read out at the intro is that, like, the need throughout the series grows massively. And so Mm -hmm. the need to get there also increases. You can't just sit still. You can't just take a boat. You need to get there now. You need to connect these people now. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like it was kind of like a nice almost ramp up to fast travel. Like I like that we didn't just jump to it right away. And that it was kind of like
2: gradual steps each time. It gets a little bit more efficient, a little bit faster, a little bit less scary yeah yeah dangerous yeah
0: and like just easier to use still limitations of course but we get to a point where like mm-hmm. you can just open a gateway to another place and I mean I love that it's the flip of a waygate. gate maybe they're connected somehow
2: well I feel like Robert Jordan kind of wrote himself into a corner yeah. with the ways mm-hmm. he wanted fast travel and push the plot along faster mm-hmm. But then he included Machin Shin to make it action packed. Mm-hmm. But it actually made it too dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then if your characters keep escaping all the time mm-hmm. or kind of not even having an issue, it's a little bit like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So here we go again.
0: Yeah. But I'm super stoked about The Great Hunt. And I actually like how the ways come back. In the Great Hunt. I feel like it's really effective. I feel as mm-hmm. though, like, the fact that Varen decides that Machin Shin is going to be standing guard regardless of which place
2: it's they almost go to. like It's almost like she already knew Black Aja. I never thought about that. Yeah. And she's like, you sure you want to do this, guys? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll go. I'll okay. come. I'll watch. <laughs> yeah. Dummies.
0: Wasting time. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, with La- Landron one of the things that I noticed when I was reading about her going through the ways is how she had like a parchment. She was consulting at every guide post. Mm-hmm. So she really didn't know what she was doing. Like, that's what it felt like through the whole thing is that she just barely knew what she was doing.
2: And then it just makes it even more ridiculous if she doesn't know what she's doing somehow gets the girls all the way through yep. when other... Parties can't even walk through it all, so I don't know. It's just, yeah.
0: I, I, like I said, I was really happy when we were no longer using them for travel. I, I actually really loved the ability to just walk immediately from one place to another. I felt like it, I felt like it was necessary for the pace that the book needed to get to the Mm -hmm. ending, that would be satisfying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then how they like end up using. The gateways to, like, look down on the battle. Um, one of... I think it's one of the Yellow Sisters. Anyway.
2: I don't remember this part.
0: Oh! Oh. Uh, what is it? Where is it? It's in... It's in the book with the last battle, A Memory of Light, and I want to say... Oh, 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 oh,
2: the gateways. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking out. the way gates. And I was like, they're looking in the way gates but see, at the battle. That's another thing. Confused.
0: Why didn't you give them different <laughs> names? It would have been nice if they were like just slightly different.
2: Way gates and gateways. Like, come on, Robert Jordan. You've made crazy long, <laughs> weird words like machin shin and mashadar. Right? And then you're like, way gates. <coughs> like some of gateways. these names are... <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. Okay. Anyway. I think that's all I've got for the gateways. Why they're done. But this is fun. I'm I'm excited about this.
0: This has been such a fun episode. This has been a surprisingly super fun episode. And I really like that it comes to the poster that was released. And I know that by the time Mm -hmm. our episode is released, the poster's been around for a minute. Hopefully everybody's been able to get out. All their emotions around mm-hmm. it. We're all on the same page. Yeah. That we're just excited that the show is arriving mm-hmm. in November. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think one of the things that that made me really happy was that I went from worrying that the the waygate or I'm sorry, yeah, worrying that the waygates was See? okay
2: wasn't going to show up. Yeah,
0: I was really worried that they would just kind of somehow skip them or mm-hmm. advance to. Like a more rapid form of travel earlier in the series instead of allowing that to be something that's found later on. Like, yeah, yeah. Seeing it as, like, agreed a center of focus on the poster was like, wow,
2: surprises me. It surprised me. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, okay,
0: yeah. Like, I remember when we were talking about them and you had sent me that uh, link to the article that had, like, site or um, set photos Mm -hmm. and and you were like look at this I think this is going to be a way gate and then it turns out that's exactly what it is and now we're finding (laughs) out that they're going to have like much more of a role or at least
2: or maybe even a sooner role
0: yeah Yeah. the other thing that I kind of wanted to comment on with that one is Mm -hmm. that it's just more rain standing (laughs) on the steps to the gateway. And it was Maybe like, we'll
2: get a new poster with new cast members in front of the gateway. I would
0: have been I would have been really happy even to have gotten like the backs of their heads as they were like getting all of their stuff gathered together to walk into the mm. gateway together. I would have been happy if Aldeeb would have been there. You know? Like just something having Moraine there by mm. herself felt incomplete.
2: Yeah, like for I see that. I definitely see that. Yeah,
0: like for us getting ready to go into the ways.
2: I almost wonder if they didn't try it with
0: Ooh,
2: a group photo mm-hmm. and it didn't look...
0: Quite how they wanted it to?
2: Or it looked they they weren't sure how that would promote the show. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a group of kind of, like, weary, travel-looking people, they would be like, okay, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, what are these people? If they're on horseback, is this a time period mm-hmm. of, you know, our time? Is this a period drama?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, good point, but good Maybe point. with
2: just Moraine alone, no horse, nobody with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, this actually, this is why I, I, okay, this is why I don't like it, but I think it was a good choice. Uh-huh. Okay. When I first see the poster, it gives me, it, it reminds me of Outlander. Mm. Did you ever watch that?
0: I've watched bits and pieces of it, yes, yeah.
2: Okay. It has this romantic feeling to it. Mm. It's kind of, it's a little bit moody. And I think it's just because of the imagery itself feels kind of like a romance novel or something. It does, and it's probably just because Rosamund Pike is gorgeous, (laughs) but it has a certain feeling to Mm -hmm. it. And I think for us, for me, I guess I'm—I can only speak for myself. It's kind of like okay. I know what this series is about. Mm-hmm. So when I see Moraine alone in The Ways, I'm kind of like scratching my head mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. well, like, what, where is this taking mm-hmm. place? At what point in the books is this? Yeah. I don't even think that we're going to see in the show Moraine alone using The Ways. Like, I feel like this is just purely to put on a poster so that when they are promoting the show... It's going to have a different audience, like people questioning what's this about. And let's be honest, if you put a Trolloc on the cover or the poster or whatever, you know, your mom and your sister are going to be like, I'm not watching that. (laughs) But if you put Rosamund Pike on this, Mm -hmm. you know, beautiful structure Mm -hmm. with this moody background and that
0: glowing light around
2: her. Right. It's not going to push people away. Mm -hmm. It's not going to give away any preconceived notions about what this serious... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's not going to cause anyone to be like, no, I'm not into that. And maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe they don't want people who are into fantasy they want your mom and your sister and you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah almost exactly similar to what people were saying about the new book covers so a lot of people are disappointed because they're like they're so simplistic and they don't actually show the locations of where these books are taking place and it's questionable and vague and honestly I have to agree with everyone saying that these book covers aren't for the Robert Jordan diehard fans. These are for your friends and your family yeah. that don't read fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's really smart. Like
0: yeah. even how the covers have developed from the originals when they were released and like the exteriors mm-hmm. had undeniable fantasy art. Yes. You know? Yes. like You weren't gonna look at that and think it was anything other than that. Like this is a I, fantasy book.
2: Right. I went to Simon the other day and I showed him that old German <laughs> cover to part of the Horn of Allier where we make that I'm our assuming
0: should we make that like our little thumbnail for this episode?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was telling me he's like that back in the day is a thing in Germany like these covers were a thing Mm -hmm. the style Mm -hmm. and I said okay and I showed him the new cover and I said looking at these two covers which one would you rather read on a train Mm -hmm. oh yeah and he was like yeah absolutely he's like I you know there's no way that I would be caught reading something with that cover that's a really good point if you're gonna read a romance novel in public, like you don't want some half naked woman on the cover. Exactly. You want maybe some like trees,
0: right? A,
1: a nice right. scenic waterfall, maybe a you castle, know?
2: <laughs> you know? Right.
0: Something that's right. like appealing, generally. And I mean mm-hmm. something that invites a question. Like those right. those covers do not scream what is inside the book. So if someone's like, mm-hmm. What are you reading? It's not
2: like it's not and, limited. And how hard Right, and how hard is it to explain the wheel oh of God. time, anyways? Yeah. Like, if someone asks you, "What's it about?" Yeah. I stumble all the time. And like, well, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. But if it's just something like, "Oh, here, like that's nice," like I'll try it out, mm-hmm. and then you read it, and you've got all of these crazy topics going on, and there's so much within the books that it's impossible to sum it up in a couple of sentences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're gonna hook these people in. Once they start reading, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to hook them in because you have a fantasy style true. poster or book cover. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we as diehard fans have to remember is like... Mm-hmm. We want to grow our numbers. We want other people to see the series for what it is, for the conversations it's capable Mm -hmm. of unlocking. I super appreciate a lot of the directions that Amazon Prime is taking as far as like character choices and Mm -hmm. actor choices. And I think that this is just like, it's an opportunity to grow the fandom. Isn't that what Mm -hmm. we want? Don't we want more of us at... You know? A hundred percent. I, I want to grow the party. I'm having a good time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, no, I think yeah. the new covers are lovely. I actually, like, the one thing that I wanted to ask you about the the poster design, though, since you are, you are the road <laughs> to Tarval and design queen, is this the poster you would have designed?
2: Stylistically, it's a little boring. Yeah. No. Yeah. But... That's not my job. If I'm designing this poster, they are telling me what to make and what will sell. Mm -hmm. So I would be at their mercy to say, like, this is how we promote it. So, yeah, I think given where they're going trying to promote the show, I'm assuming Mm -hmm. this is probably, like, as perfect as you can get. Yeah. There's nothing to really turn someone off of it. There's not like gore mm-hmm. or it doesn't it doesn't look like a medieval fantasy. Yes, good it point. just kind of looks like there's a woman standing somewhere with this kind of obscure mm-hmm. structure. Piece of architecture behind mm-hmm. her so I actually have seen people online say like, "What is this series about?" When Amazon posted the tr- the poster, mm-hmm. and people being like, "What is this? What is it about?" And so I think like that's that's the point. Yep. You want people to be like, "What is it about?" Yeah. Like interested. And so- I think
0: like one of the things that I've been thinking while you've been talking about this, about it being inviting, kind of goes back to like what mm-hmm. I said at the beginning of the show, like how everything I do is so that like I can travel. Uh, that for me is legit, and I know I'm not alone, and I feel as though that poster does kind of have that feeling, like right? we, are, we are on a yeah. journey. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like. We are going up these steps. There is this, like, mm-hmm. there is darkness and there is light. I, I think mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think for what they're going for, the appeal that they're trying to have, I think, I think the poster choice is a good one.
2: It could almost look optimistic Mm -hmm. if you look at it one Mm -hmm. way or sorrowful Mm -hmm. in the other. Like, is she turning towards
0: the light or is she walking away from it? Which way does the the direction of the story take?
2: And I'm sure there were big meetings in a boardroom with a lot of people. No kidding, right? You know, some people want their style to come Mm -hmm. through and they want, you know, they want to really prove, like... This is about the Wheel of Time and how do we make it fit with all of these themes of light and dark and male and female and uh, I think they did a good job. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I agree. Well done. Well done. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it.
2: Really quick, since we're getting pretty up there. <laughs> I just <No>. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the inspiration of the Waygate for the TV show. Yeah, yeah. And... This has been talked about recently, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But we did have like Rafe Judkins posting photos of a, like a writer's retreat in Bali mm-hmm. where he actually has people standing in front of this structure. And it's not the exact same one. It's from the temple, like a temple in Bali. And it's called a this Split gate that they have that they're using as the way gate is called a candy bentar, mm-hmm. and this is 100% the inspiration because it was right, it's right. obvious. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did a little digging to kind of look at what these are used for and what their meaning is. Yeah, so it's a split gate and it's built as a formal entrance, and you can see them to. This is generic and kind of basic, but they have them as the entrances to temples Mm -hmm. and gardens Mm -hmm. and airports and golf courses (laughs) and your home, you know. Are you saying they're
0: overused? Yeah. It's like lion's. At the front of fancy houses. Yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that what yeah. this is? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Got it. Okay. You know exactly yes. what we're talking about now. <laughs> so,
2: yes. So in Bali, these gates have a mixed meaning. So there's mm-hmm. religious meaning and it's also a social status. So if you're a wealthy family, your rank is based on like the complexity of these carvings and spiritually there to protect compound from visitors with bad intentions and welcome visitors with good intentions. They are nicknamed Gates of Heaven. Other stories mention that they are representative of the duality of man and woman, forms of balance between light and dark forces, Mm -hmm. a little on the nose. Often in temples, they will be used with a checkered cloth to cover the statues. Uh And this checkered cloth is the Balinese version of the yin yang. So Neat. like the ice and eye symbol and the dragon's thing. Oh, very cool. I also found some other interesting random information about <gasps> this and these Candy Bentar are the most instagrammed locations in uh... Bali, one of them, which makes me a little bit fearful when we're talking about like responsible tourism. Like we don't want another Iceland situation going on, people leaving trash in front of these Hindi temples or whatever just yeah that's kind of like
0: uh, I don't know how I feel about that I know I know Um, what you're
2: saying it kind of invites yeah like a crazy like large amount of tourists to be like oh we're gonna go get our pictures taken in front of this and we're gonna leave
0: a 24 pack of empty plastic water bottles (laughs) strewn all over the place as a goodbye gift
2: yeah So there's always that question kind of in the back of my Mm -hmm. head. And I think that they did a good job of creating something stylistically that looks interesting. Mm -hmm. If someone sees it, they're going to think like, oh, like Eastern, Middle East, or not Middle Eastern, oh, like some type of... Architecture that's a little so mm-hmm. obvious that's kind of like lifted from a religion or a culture, it's which it's not left as mm-hmm. vague, but I think that they left kind of like the there's little wings on it in front of temples, like they have kind of like little
1: points.
2: Mm-hmm. And the one that they used for the poster is a little bit more brutal. Mm-hmm brutalistic Mm -hmm. in shape Mm -hmm. like it's not as kind of organic Mm -hmm. looking which is also a little bit strange because I felt like they would have went full out with kind of like vines or the carvings and whatnot so I was kind of like oh okay so maybe that was their way of kind of like stylistically like Mm -hmm. pulling it away from religious iconography Mm -hmm. I don't know like so I don't know or spiritual iconography I feel as
0: though for me the the sharpness of the angles that are used mm-hmm. for like the set pieces for the way gates it's almost jarring
2: if that makes sense because like that's it's like brutal it's like it's like yeah, brutalism yeah. it is like it's like yeah. boom you're looking at this like blocky but in my head like thing. the way
0: gates are kind of like soft They're like they're like Mm -hmm. beautiful Italian sculpture. Intricate. Yeah. Yeah, Like marble and movement and design that reflects the O'Gear. And these do not feel that. I'm
2: curious to see if they put the key in, Mm. what if these carvings come to Mm. life like out of the stone maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I don't really have a problem that it's different. No, I'm not either. It's just, it's interesting, like, talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's, fun to see what other people think.
0: And I think that that's one of the Mm -hmm. things that's actually kind of nice is, like, we're not like, oh, it's exactly what we expected. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And I mean, because, I mean, like, it can always go either way. And I do kind of like the fact that it almost gives a sensation of darkness and brutality right Mm -hmm. at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing soft and fluffy about the Wheel of Time.
2: And there's also nothing more different than organic, and br- organic architecture and brutalism. Yeah. Like, these are the totally two different. ends of mm-hmm. the spectrum. And they've kind of married it, haven't yeah. they? That's interesting. So, and
0: I mean, they've taken away duality, anything that duality. could have been seen. <laughs> <laughs> they, they took away anything that could have been inviting about those Mm -hmm. way gates you know what I mean like those steps Mm -hmm. those sharp angles it feels ominous walking up to it Mm -hmm. which I think should be the sensation that we get from the ways instead of it being like singing vines and movement which would be fine when the when the ways were alive and bright but how do you express that the ways are are this dangerous undertaking Without right. using something architecturally to show it. And I mean, mm-hmm. we're kind of architecture junkies. We love this shit. So yeah. I love that it's different. I love that it's totally not what I had in mind. I'm excited to see where things go.
2: Okay. Did you see here that I listed the episode titles here at Ooh. the bottom?
0: You know, I started reading through the, this this morning, and then I was like, oh, God,
2: it's 9.52. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care if we skip to the end here? Was there anything Uh -uh. that you wanted to add? No, no.
0: This has been a highly satisfying conversation. (laughs) Okay.
2: My only question that I have left is, based on the episode Mm. titles, when do you think we'll get the Waygate? Because I feel like leave-taking, leaving Yeah, I was like, my immediate
0: reaction was episode
2: one. Yeah. But then Shadow's Waiting. Shadow's Waiting sounds like Shadar Logoth. Isn't
0: that the... I feel like there's a chapter title that's Shadows Waiting or something close to it in Eye of the World.
2: No, there's no Shadows Waiting. Yes, there is. That chapter I 19. Here. Eye of the World. Oh, 19. You're right. Shadows You're right. Waiting.
0: I think that is Shadar so Logoth. That would,
2: that's shadow. Yeah, so I think that's Shadar Logoth and then A Place of Safety. I have no idea.
0: The Flame of
2: Tarvalon. Wow,
0: The Flame of Tarvalon. Oh, Blood Calls. It's got to be. Like, if they're using the Waygates, if they're using it as a poster, I almost feel like it's got to be episode one.
2: That's what I think, too, yeah. Tracy. I think that's how they get out of. I think they're going to find the one outside Manethrin. of the old Manetherum yeah. Gate. Yeah. I really Same. think so.
0: I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. That, like, would supersede all the travel that they needed to do to get to like
2: anywhere how yeah how are you going to sum up parts of the whole of eye of the world and some of the dragon reborn and bits from other season or books as well in eight yeah. episodes if you are not getting your ass in that way gate and yeah. traveling yeah and i mean how how awesome would it be to introduce it right at the
0: beginning you know like right. that would pull me in this like crazy travel form mm-hmm. that's super dangerous it's like rotting Yeah, you know that would catch me i think that would be
2: Thanks so much for joining us. We will continue to release new episodes every Wednesday. We would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews and share us with your friends in the Wheel of Time community.
0: Let us know what you thought of our content. Correct us. Send us things we may have missed. You can find links to our email and social media accounts in the show notes. And if you have the Anchor app, leave a voice message for us to play in upcoming episodes.
2: We also have a website where you can find links to our Discord channel, social media platforms, and merch shop. So until next week. Thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalan.